The Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Be it props, parlays, in-game wagering, MyBookie.ag has it all. And if you use the sign-up code SGP50, you'll receive a 50% deposit bonus. With MyBookie, you play, you win, and you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast is also brought to you by Amazon. You probably already shop at Amazon, but why not shop at Amazon and support us here at the Sports Gambling Podcast for bringing you these shows for free. All you have to do to support us is log on to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Amazon, bookmark that link, and use it every time you shop at Amazon to support the podcast today. Let it ride. Hey guys, you are listening to a special preview of the Women's World Cup Final, the Copa America Final and the Gold Cup Final here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. You can also follow me at LockBetting and check out my website, LockBetting.com. So we are here at the end of three competitions all in one day the Copa America final, the Women's World Cup final, and the Gold Cup. These games will all be kicking off five hours apart, so if you have a wife or a girlfriend, you will be able to justify watching all of these games and still spend time with your significant other because they have been spaced out for you to have a good two or three hour gap between these finals. For me, the Women's World Cup finals at 4 p.m., 9 p.m. for the Copa, and then 2 a.m. for the Gold Cup between USA and Mexico. These tournaments have not necessarily been kind to us in terms of what's gone on in between. However, our picks to win them are still standing as we approach the the finals. We did take a bet on the USA at plus money just after they beat France. I thought France were a live dog in that game, but I had always said throughout the entire competition the winner would come from the France versus USA matchup because France had the home advantage had a lot of players from Lyon the team that won the Champions League and USA are the USA they're the strongest team obviously with the best players and the team that have been there and done it before so I said the winner of this competition would come from that back USA at plus money as soon as the Germans went out USA went to favoritism because the assumption was is that the England USA game would pretty much be the World Cup final despite the fact it was in the se- it was a semi-final match because that side, the other side of the door was relatively weak and the old adage is that it doesn't matter when you play people you have to beat everybody to win the competition anyway that's not always true because sometimes you can have an easy route like Holland have had like the Netherlands have had but the USA have beaten everybody they have they had an easy path through the group stage but since then they've had to um, they've had to beat Spain, which is a difficult game. They had to beat the host, France, and they had to beat England, who were very hyped up after she believes to to go far in this tournament. So they have earned it. They do come up against the European champions in the final, but Holland have not looked great at any stage through this competition. And I have a lot riding on this personally because, for me, 
it's a it's a four unit return that me and my clients are desperate for because as I said, these these tournaments have not been kind to us in terms of what's gone on in between. Um, but the futures picks that we made at the start, be it USA, be it Mexico, be it Brazil to win the Copa America, be it Megan Rapino to be the player of the tournament, for example, um, all of this stuff is still riding for us coming the last day and units that we have lost and transparency full transparency we've lost a lot of units like some of the stuff has gone has gone very badly wrong brazil have had a couple of real shaky results the two nil nils that they had against uh, paraguay and venezuela that that hurt us badly uh, peru even being in this final after beating chile that hurt us badly and um looking at peru being here having only scored one goal prior to that semi uh, having only scored in one game sorry prior to that semi-final was was unbelievable I mean we do have um an unbelievable um final here for the for the copper with Peru being in it against the host nation Brazil I mean it's all set up now for Brazil to win I think looking at it tomorrow the USA versus Mexico a final that I tipped up here um, from the very beginning for the Gold Cup is probably the most 50-50 matchup that we have, and that will be reflective in the price. But we'll start where we start, and uh, that's with the USA. And as I said, um, as I went off on a tangent there, I, I want to judge this game for people in terms of who are betting it as a fresh one-off game. I'm not bet. I don't want to bet it for my clients who are already riding a, a USA outright pick. So. The in-game price is the USA as a best price one to two favourites, fifteen to four to draw, and it's thirteen to two on the Dutch. And USA women are now one to five to drift the trophy in Holland are now seven to two. Um, what I would bet for this one, um, being somebody looking at this with a fresh outlook, I would take USA on the Asian handicap, which is available at seven to ten. Uh, so you put £100 on that to win a, a £70 profit, so £170 back in total. Now, what that means is the Asian handicap, the minus one on the Asian handicap is, is that a one-goal win for the USA is a push for you, and anything over a goal is a win. That's different to the regular handicap, where if USA win by one goal, you lose. So that's the difference between Asians and normal handicaps. On the Asian handicap, you push on the number. And on the normal handicap, you lose on the number. So USA on the Asian handicap um, is, a, is a decent bet tomorrow because you get a refund if USA go for a one-goal win. I'm looking at this on the premise that USA take a lead in this game and being a World Cup final, I don't think Holland are going to sit there and go, wow, we got here, we achieved something great. Um, we're happy to go down in history as the team that competed in this World Cup final and only left with a one-goal win. That doesn't happen. People go to finals to win, and at USA being a goal up, this team are going to press forward for the equaliser with, with players such as Martins in their team. Despite the fact that they're the underdog, they will believe that they can do something, but the quality in the US should show through, and Rapino and Morgan and and uh, others who have been consistent throughout this whole tournament, uh, their defence has been relatively solid. I don't think that they'll concede tomorrow, and I think 
once they have that goal, they'll be able to press forward and get the second one. My score prediction for this would probably be 2-0 to the US. But I think USA on the Asian handicap would be a much safer way to go if you're betting this from a fresh outlook. If you're riding with me um, as a member with my outright pick, we know what we need tomorrow. We need some consistency. We need some normality. We need... Um, the favourites tomorrow to all come through with the trophies and as I said the main concern for us is USA versus Mexico as we move on to the Copa America we don't have many concerns here um, I don't know whether we'll hedge this come kickoff time I think if we hedged it with anything it would be Peru on penalties because that was a strategy that they put applied against Uruguay although they did not apply it against Peru now this is weird I don't know whether they implemented the strategy to play for penalties because penalties was only 90 minutes away um, and they didn't do it against Chile because penalties was 120 minutes away or whether they just significantly felt that Peru were far more beatable than Uruguay and when you look at how the team how the match has played out you can probably agree with that because they, re they, they didn't just pick off Chile they they beat them comfortably. They they attacked more. They went for them at the start and quickly scored two goals in the first half. Um, I don't think they're going to do that against Brazil because this is a matchup that's already occurred in this tournament and it's seen Brazil win by five goals. But if you want Chile on penalties, it's 18 to 1. Brazil on penalties is 18 to 1. Uh, Brazil on extra time, 17 to 2. Chile on extra time is a massive 55 to 1. It's 15 to 2, either team on extra time. 9 to 1, either team on penalties. The in-game price is see Brazil as a 1 to 3 favourite. It's 19 to 5, the draw. And it's 11 to 1 on Peru. I, again, am going to do something similar here because, as I said, the USA final and the Brazil final look like two things that two finals that could definitely go our way and I like Brazil on the same Asian handicap bet that we just gave out for the US it's a little bit more juicier than that one it is available at uh, 1.5 on the Asian handicap market or minus uh, 200 for, for US customers 1 to 2 for UK so you will have to lay 100 to win 150 back but that's the way I would bet that and uh, you could even parlay those two selections together with the with the US and Brazil I would obviously say Brazil would possibly be the stronger one bearing in mind that they've already put five past this team in the tournament so Peru would have to approach this with a significantly different strategy although I will say that Brazil kind of got that game done early doors so unless they have that massive um, period where they just kill the game off inside 20 minutes. If Peru can obviously ride that out, then it's going to be a very different game, whereas that game was pretty much killed off by the early goal. So it's all circumstantial in terms of how it will play out. Uh, we could see Peru park the bus and try and hit them on the counter. There's a lot of things that can happen, but anything can happen. And today I just saw Egypt, the host nation, be eliminated by South Africa, a team that got to the last 16 with one win and two losses because of the stupid formats of these competitions that are allowing teams to go through with poor records. We saw South Africa play in the last 16 game having scored one goal in the whole tournament and they ended up getting through against Egypt it was absolutely shocking result today so as I said I'm not writing off anything whatsoever so finally we close out with the Gold Cup final it's probably historic and it will never ever happen again where I get to cover two soccer games covering the US national teams we rarely get a chance to cover the US national teams anyway but the women and the men in action on the same day and in two cup finals. So they could actually win trophies tomorrow. Obviously, the better chances with the women. Do I feel 
the men have an opportunity to do so. Out of the um, long-term futures picks that we are waiting to cash, this is the one that I'm most concerned about. And as I said, that is odds reflective because USA women are one to five favorites to lift their trophy. Brazil are one to 10 to lift their trophy. Whereas Mexico at this juncture are only, let's have a look, four to six to lift their trophy. Whereas USA, definitely a live underdog at 11 to 10. The 90 minutes odds see Mexico as the favorites at 11 to eight, 21 to 10 to draw and 11 to five on the USA. There was a big piece that I put out called the semifinals. And um, it, it basically talked about how USA had looked poor en route to this, um, how Mexico had looked poor, but they'd just about done enough to go through. Well, Mexico continued to look poor and needed a penalty to go through, and USA looked really good against Jamaica, especially in attack. Um, there was things I heard on ESPN about what the point of the Gold Cup was, whether the Gold Cup should continue. There's no Confederations Cup place for it anymore. Um, players were given the option whether to play or not. Nobody cares about it. Do Mexico care about it? Well, they're in the final, whether they cared about it or not. I think you care about it enough if you're there and you turn up in the final. And USA now, or the opportunity to win the Gold Cup on home soil, will definitely care. So the whole do they care about the Gold Cup debate is out of the question because... Costa Rica, Jamaica, and teams like that didn't actually end up making it here. We're not looking at a Panama-Costa Rica final. The two teams that, that are the best teams that we picked out from the start have ended up getting here. So there was a level of care involved, without doubt. And if you just look at the players on the pitch, yeah, some players have not been taken to this tournament. But when you look at the players that are playing, with a Raul Jimenez... Um, a uh, Hector Marino, Navarro, Altador, Pulisic. I mean, these are decent players on the, on the pitch here. So I mean, you can't really keep chucking out that 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 argument which ESPN are making. They're covering the Gold Cup and USA in the final. But a lot of the videos you see on YouTube from ESPN are like, why? Why? What's the point of Gold Cup? The Gold Cup's a terrible tournament. There hasn't been a tournament this summer. That's been a good tournament. The African Nations tournament that's going on at the moment is the biggest pile of garbage that I've ever seen. The Copa America, we had a round where we had two goals in the whole of the, the quarterfinal stage because all the inferior teams were playing for penalties because of the poor format. And this whole format of the top three going through, which was prominent in the Women's World Cup to the, the, the Copper, to the African Nations, is terrible. You shouldn't be qualifying for the next round of a competition to finish in third in a group of four. I mean, these tournaments have been garbage. And I hope this isn't this doesn't carry over to next summer because I'm really looking forward to, to Euro 2020. And then obviously two years after that, we get the, the World Cup as well. And um, I'm just hoping that this isn't the case moving forward with, uh, with tournament football. Uh, because these tournaments have not been enjoyable at all. But we see the back of them tomorrow, and this is the final game, Mexico versus USA. Again, trying to not look at my, my futures pick, because my futures pick is on Mexico from the start of the tournament, but I don't like that pick at all at this juncture. If there was one thing that I would hedge out on, it would be this one, because Mexico have looked poor in all of the last few games, and now you're asking them to win away to the USA, who have put out a stronger squad here than Mexico. That whole thing about 
not taking the strongest teams out and leaving players at home and whatnot. It's more relevant to, to Mexico and USA. The only debate here really is if the, the players that Mexico have taken in terms of being their squad or peripheral players, if they are better than the players that USA have got in their actual first team. And that'll be the debate. And the other thing that we'll have to see is if USA actually freeze when it comes down to the big occasion now that they're playing the toughest opponent thus far. Um, obviously, there's a rivalry between USA and Mexico as well. So it's, nobody can tell me that there's a lack of care here and nobody's going to be treating this game seriously. USA and Mexico just don't like each other, not just as countries, but yeah, as footballing nations as well. There is a rivalry here that's been built up uh, over, the, over the years. And even though USA have really only come to prominence in the soccer world in the 90s, they still don't like Mexico and they'll still want to win the Gold Cup, something that they've won you know, fairly regularly, more than Mexico in recent history. So I don't think there's there's much discussion that can be had about who wants this more and if this is important anymore because we've got to the final. Um, looking at the odds here for how it will be decided, Mexico are available at 9-1 to one to win it in extra time. It's 14-1 to one USA extra time. Either team in extra time, 5-1. to one. Both teams 10-1 to one on penalties and it's 5-1 to one on either team on penalties. The bet that I like here to be on the safe side of it rather than going any deeper into a winner. And this is not based on my, what I've got um, pending as, as futures picks. It's down to what I've seen from the two teams. I can't see a goalless draw here. If we're going to go down the whole path of, um, you know, nobody, you know, nobody um, is overly fussed about this competition, then we should see a free-flowing attacking game. We shouldn't see something cagey where people turn around and say, like they do in some finals where they say, this is the most important accomplishment in my life. Because it's not. Let's not kid ourselves here. This is, this is an important tournament, but it's not going to be the most important accomplishment in anyone's career on this pitch. So that should lend itself to an open game, which should lend itself to either over two and a half goals in this game or both teams to score. Over two and a half goals is four to six and both teams to score is 10 to 11. I would lean to that as a favorable price because I can see both teams finding a score sheet. Mexico especially haven't looked defensively good throughout this tournament. I mean, to, to, to conceding goals against Curaco, uh, Curaco, Curaco, Caruso, I don't know, I'm not sure how you pronounce that because I never heard of that country before this competition. Um, that, that was not a good performance. And although they've come through without conceding further goals, but other than that dodgy penalty against Costa Rica, um, they haven't looked defensively great when tested. At the same time, USA as well, um, they've not really been tested, but when they were, they have conceded goals. So I would think there would be goals in this game and that would be the, the strongest pick that I can make for this game. But again, there's nothing that I love here. Uh, as somebody that bet this from the start, I'm just hoping that we manage to get out of this with Mexico lifting the trophy. And that goes across the board for USA winning women's team and Brazil. For a lock on this podcast, I would take probably Brazil on the Asian handicap. And for a parlay, I would Asian handicap, Brazil and USA together. Uh, for an underdog play, um, to make this game more enjoyable for yourself, I would take USA to, to lift this trophy as an underdog play. And that's me being completely impartial. That's me ignoring everything I've got. If I was coming into this with no bets at all and I was looking at this game, I would say USA at home to Mexico against a squad that have left players at home, 
yeah, I fancy a bit of that. So that's what I would do. And of course, the both teams to score pick that I just gave out as well. Um, I apologise for the quality of the show, um, namely my voice. I'm still dealing with a, a sickness here. Um, it's uh, a hay fever orientated sickness. We don't have much of a summer here. And when we do, it does bring about um, a high pollen count and illnesses and whatnot. I've been battling a, a weird summer flu with hay fever, cold, cough, all sorts of crap for weeks and sound like shit. So next time you hear from me, which won't be for a while because there are no fight shows or football shows on the horizon, next time you'll be hearing me will be the previews, I think, for the um, for the European leagues and the EPL. So we'll really be back in the groove. Um, the next fight show will not be boxing orientated. It'll probably be UFC orientated off the back of landing um, a two unit pick tonight in the uh, John Jones John Jones fight and the Amanda Nunes fight but I will say that the John Jones fight was extremely disappointed I don't think that obviously bothers people because the pick landed but the pick landed on a split decision with um, Tiago Santos on one leg so John Jones um, aura kind of kind of faded a bit tonight and I think that he looks relatively beatable but for us there's no concerns about that at this juncture because um, the two unit pick landed on that and I can't tell you um, being fully transparent how badly we needed that not for not only my, my clients but generally on the podcast because I've been coming along and doing these these tournament locks and they've been pretty bad in the last month these tournaments have been hard hard work and uh, quite frankly I'm looking forward to seeing the back of them so as I said it's nice to land a, a, a pick not just not just a not just a regular pick, but a confident two-unit play on Amanda Nunes and John Jones at three to five. Obviously, odds on, but still, a win is a win. And to go double up on the units means it was double money. And hopefully, that's the pick that gets us back on track. Hopefully, everything goes well with these tournaments and we get the three winners that we need for these tournaments here in these finals tomorrow. And uh, hopefully, that all leads on to a good EPL season, which I'm really looking forward to coming back. And those previews, as I said, will probably be in the next two to three weeks as there'll be European League previews and there'll be EPL show previews and of course the European show will be available next season exclusively on lockbain.com the EPL show will be staying here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network that's for me that's it for me sorry follow me on Twitter at lockbain and check out my website lockbain.com good luck with all your bets as always and thanks for listening guys <laughs>